All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to episode 13, lucky 13 of the Art of Hospitality. We've got another fantastic guest today. But first, let me go to the 13 fan himself. Scott, we're going to leave with you today. How's it going? How do you feel about episode 13? What's yes. So we talked about this at episode 10, right? 13 is my lucky number. So way back at the beginning when we started with first episode, it was Friday the 13th, and I talked about my oldest daughter, and she was born on Friday the 13th. So 13 is a big number in our family. Today, the guest we have on today, it's super fitting. So someone that I am just extremely thankful for. We have been together since I've worked here and her and I haven't separated as much as Bill and I did. Her and I have been together pretty much the entire time. Not always high fives and smiles. Sometimes it gets a little rough with us, but we, we share a wall together. I count on her for everything and the clients will reach out and say, Hey, can you fix this for me? And I usually I say, I won't, but I'll get Lakinder to do it. And I always hate to refer to her as my right hand because I think it's opposite with her. So excited for 13, the perfect person to have on lucky number 13. And then just generally, this, this is my, this, we say it a million times, my favorite part of the week. We last week, we had a great one with Bill this week, really going to double down with the Kendra here. I'm excited and just love this time together. Phenomenal. Adam, any 13 stories that you've got before we get over to LaKendra here in a moment? Yeah, 13 holds a little bit of a special place for me. It was my soccer number back in the day when I was playing up in Boston. And as I tie it back to youth sports week after week, my son chose 13 for his lacrosse number this year. So we've got 13 running around the house every day. <laughs> awesome. LaKendra, we'll get to you in just a moment, I promise. I'd love to hear all about how you deal with this guy on a daily basis. That should be fun. But Adam, the resident philosopher and the storyteller, so help us again. We uh, we rely on you to help us tie in today's episode with previous episodes and the story arc that we're going down. So what are we discussing today around a customer support? How does this connect to the overall storyline that we're in at currently episode 13 of? Yeah, perfect. I have not heard from Netflix yet, so hopefully they'll be contacting us mm -hmm. soon. To Maybe next story. week. Did you check your spam? You check your spam I, I'll have to check, yeah. The other part of this is I wonder when I'll, I won't be able to tie these pieces together. So we'll see how we do. But I am fortunate this week to 100% tie these pieces together. Building off of last week, as we mentioned, nice to open up our operation a little bit deeper as well. So last week we talked with Bill around operations that Scott just mentioned. And this week, I could probably say this about every episode, but I'm going to say it about this one. This is a crucial episode to vacation rental success. As I mentioned last week, guest and homeowner experience, make or break vacation rental managers. So this week, we're going to focus on the guest and homeowner experience. We're going to think about focused and thoughtful hospitality. That's what leads to repeat guests, right? The homeowners and guests feel it, and that's what brings them back. So when we think about repeat guests, it really comes down to how do we make them feel? Are we being thoughtful? Are we focusing on hospitality and Lakindra does that, right? I've been in the industry from a number of different angles, marketing, sales, operations, technology. I love playing a part in the evolution of the industry and being on the front edge. And I feel like I've been a part of TAN for a long time. I've only been here for six months, but I've been working with these guys for 10 years and I've been deep into their operations because I've been a part of bringing some of that technology in and they've embraced me from the very early times, right at the very beginning. As I mentioned last week, Scott and I were talking about how do we improve guest and homeowner experiences? So we've been aligned with that. We, we view technology in the underlying basis of really the entire industry around that guest experience. So when I think about this, I go back to LaKindra on a daily basis thinking about how do we bring all these pieces together. And I was fortunate to, to work with LaKindra 
when we first started probably 10 years ago. And she's always been one that I've been excited to work with because as Scott mentioned, she's someone that finds solutions. She's not someone that gets caught in the weeds and tries to point the fingers at other people. Even when I was at Point Central trying to implement a very difficult implementation just because of the nature of, of that technology, it's hard to implement across so many properties with hardware as well as software and get everybody trained on it. Lakindra was the champion of that from the very beginning. So it's exciting to, to work with people who embrace that hospitality. And I, just like I said with Bill last week, I can't think of anyone in this industry that is better at what they do than Lakindra. So we're excited to have her there this week. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's funny. And, and Adam has talked about it. And Adam and I have had these type of conversations long before we worked here. But really, we start hospitality at the tops. Hospitality is something that is very important to me. And we've discussed this over and we'll quadruple down, triple down, wherever we're at now, times 50. Hospitality is the core of what we do, right? And it's the fundamental of everything that we have going on. One of the first things that I did when I moved into TAN was we put a real letter from me with my real email address on the website. It was legitimately day one, we popped it up there. And most everyone thought that it was a little crazy, right? But that was a big step because we really wanted to have a face, a real face, a real name, and the associated names around it. We want to give owners and guests full transparency. Here's the setup. Here's who you're going to talk to. It's right here. When they go looking because they're angry or whatever it is, we want them to find who they should talk to. And we started for a long time. It was just me up there. And I always used to love, I would get people coming in hot, right? Most people think that it's a ploy. Most people think it's not really going to be me or the receiver responding to that email. Most of them will come in at a 10. And just with the first response, they go down to a three simply because they realize it's really you. It's not some help desk. It's not some ticket system. It's not some bot. I'll respond. And that I've had a few people now that have said, this isn't really you. I've taken pictures of myself with their email to show it. But that is the biggest thing is this isn't about anything else. But if you have a problem, we're here. It's really us. And Bill closed last week and said, talking about how we run towards things. And Lakindra and I, and she'll really get into it. But we always look at things and say, listen, this is going to become an issue. So we're always going to handle it on our terms. And we're going to handle it proactively every time we can it's proactive and it's on our terms and really i think that's what we do to set this up but kendra is a listener right she hears the stories she wants to fix things for the client so she really goes in and listens and keeps them from spiraling out of control now sometimes she gets there right and the house is already on fire but she can come in and say okay now let's pick this up and let's fix this but one of her greatest strengths, and we've done a lot of things here, is try to handle it proactively. And I'll quickly give one of the big things, and everyone in the industry deals with this. And right, it's one of our cheat codes. Most people are going to get away or try to get away with bringing someone extra, one or two extra people over occupancy. So we had a, these group of units. It was a great location right on the beach. But we were consistently getting this feedback, right? And it was at check-in. And these people were coming in. This place is unacceptable. This place will not work. I cannot stay here. This is not what it was supposed to be. And right. And it, but the feedback from the people staying there just didn't match. And we would go there and we would look and we would figure it out. But at one point, and I don't remember who figured it out. At some point, someone said, hey, do you realize that all of our relocations end up in a bigger unit? And we started looking at it. 
And all of a sudden we figured out every one of these people that are in a one bedroom always ended up in a two bedroom when we did the reload. So we started looking at it and lo and behold, what we figured out is this wasn't about the unit. This was about a group of people that were trying to manipulate the occupancy, which we all know 90% of the cases, you're all good, but there's a percentage of units that just aren't going to work. So one of the things we did again on our own terms is we reached out proactively and we have it attached to the confirmations that legitimately straight up say you can over occupy a lot of units. This is not one of them. So if you try, it's not going to work. And the Kendra will talk about it, crushed the complaints. They were gone. Now, all of a sudden, all of this noise was all gone. Now, we allowed people to change when they would call in and say, wait a minute, hang on a second. I didn't realize what I booked. But again, that's just, that's the most forthright example that I think we've used. We have example after example, but that's one of those things. We saw it, we saw, we didn't react super fast, but as soon as we saw it, we just said, we can fix this. And we did it through one thing and we did it just head on direct. Yeah, so I'll give one more kudos to Lakindra before we, we let her jump in and start talking about how she thinks about customer service. We talk about hospitality quite a bit and we talk about that guest and homeowner experience, but the only way that you can truly execute at a professional level in this industry is with a fantastic team. And Scott has mentioned this in the past. We do a foxhole exercise. It's really pretty straightforward. You get a sheet of paper, you put yourself at the middle, and then you have four people around you that are in your foxhole, right? That's your group of people that you're in the foxhole with every day and you're fighting together in that hand-to-hand -hand combat that you've mentioned, Conrad. Well, Lakindra, when we do this, we've got 12 people that fill this out. Lakindra's on 10 of those foxholes. So that shows you not only what Lakindra is doing within our organization, but it also shows you how deep that guest experience goes. It touches every aspect of the business. And like I said, I don't know of anyone who does it better than Lakindra. I've known her for 10 years. I'm excited for everyone on the podcast here to get to meet her. Phenomenal. That's an awesome introduction, Lakindra. I'd love to hear it from your, from your point of view here. Tell us how you got connected in the industry, how you connect, got connected to these guys. And then most importantly, don't forget this. Tell us about a song that it describes you and your person. I thought of when I think of a song that describes me, I think of Destiny Shout. I'm a survivor. I survived okay. the good, the bad, the ugly of clients, and I get through. And I survive, and then I go to Scott and say, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. That's a perfect guest services song. <laughs> yes. that, and Conrad, we are keeping it alive. We still yeah. haven't touched the same genre yet. <laughs> perfect. That's a good one. That's a good one. Awesome. Yeah, Lakindra, so, would you so share Kendra, a little bit more about your background? Yeah, ahead, fill, fill everyone in on your path here. Right. And where you've been, you've been through this entire organization, probably a few laps, but close all those gaps before you get into kind of what you do day to day. Okay. So when I came in on the property management side, I had came in being a property manager assistant. So I was really familiar with homeowners association owners and just dealing with the day to days with them. So I came in and it was a different world. Um, this type of vacation rental is different from the homeowners that I was dealing with. So I learned and I grew and I learned how to 
listen to the differences between this kind of homeowner and then a vacation traveler or the homeowner's traveler. So it was a big deal learning and I learned how to know the business. I learned how to deal with the owners and their issues as well as the guests and make sure that we get everybody resolved from the little to the big. And I moved up and now I'm on the sales side of things and with the clients and dealing directly with their day-to-day issues now. So I love it. I've learned a lot and I think I'm great at resolving issues. But Kendra is the fixer. And I literally think that's what we wrote on her profile when we po- when we posted yes. her contact information and bio online. I believe that we call her the fixer. I do it. I try to resolve and I make sure everybody has a resolution. So there's a lot of analogies here with like Fox Solo now. Lakendra is the fixer. Lakendra, you couldn't help me hide a dead body or anything like that. Uh, (laughs) I think she (laughs) (laughs) can. All right. So I have a note here on the outline about proactive resolutions. What does that mean? What does proactive resolutions mean? And how did you build that kind of side of the business? I'm curious. So proactive resolutions means that we like to be proactive here. So what we did was we built a bunch of reports that have algorithms in them with keywords and phrases that gives us information on if the client is upset and if they're frustrated. So what we designed is a daily report that comes to the key leaders and we review them every morning to let us know if the client is upset, if they're, what path that they're on. So once we see those keywords, we go into their accounts, we review their past vacations and any issues, and then we jump on them. So we send them to one of the leaders, the managers, probably myself, to give them a call or touch base just to see where they are prior to them getting really explosive. Sometimes it's a non-issue, but sometimes things are already escalated. And then I have to get in and give them a call and do a check-in and I'm able to bring them back down. The most refreshing things about it is that when I get to them, they, they may not already be escalated, but if I'm able to catch them early enough, I can catch them before they get to the walkthrough of being fully explosive and upset about something. Yeah. I think a lot of people just want an ear. So I think being proactive is helpful to be just be like, if there's a small issue and it's ignored, it can be mm-hmm. a big issue. So being proactive, I think is like that underlying need of hospitality is the idea that like people are looking out for you. And we said this on the previous episode, we talked about being on the same team, like having we're on the same team, let's go attack this problem in a common way so that we're not having conflict. It's not, oh, you did it, I did it. It's more, let's figure it out together. But there's more to just being proactive than just getting like a report, I would imagine, right? Like you have to understand what the guests actually need, the homeowners need as well on that side, if we're talking about that relationship too. So how do you build a relationship that gets to the needs, not just, okay, there's a little issue here and there. How do you get to that? that next stage of the relationship and building that makes people happy. When their emotions are high, a good percentage of them, the people, they just want you to feel what they're going through. They want you to feel their pain and understand that you're listening to them. Sometimes when you're not listening, they transfer that over to you and begin to fussing and cussing and giving you what they're going through currently, right? So if you just listen to them and tell them you understand and you're empathizing with them, nine times out of 10, It's just they want to be heard. They just want to be on the vacation and want someone to take responsibility of what they have going on. So that's mostly what I do. I try to make sure that they know that I empathize with them and hear them. Yeah. Let me jump in there real quick because I want to emphasize something that LaKindra just said there. And I, I think it's an important part, not only for our organization, but for all of customer service and definitely all of vacation rentals. It's easy to say that we listen and we empathize, but Staying calm and comforting when someone's stressed and yelling at you is exceptionally difficult. I'd like to think after 
raising four kids, I've started to learn that skill. This is definitely not a skill that I have. You should see me on the sidelines coaching soccer. I have zero empathy. I've got more cards than all of my players put together. So it's not something that necessarily is innate in everybody. I think that it's something that, yes, it can be learned and you can get better at it, but some people are, are just better at it naturally. And Lakindra is a different breed. Her calm focus is exceptional. It's one of the best in the industry, as I mentioned. And I think that this is what customer service in vacation rentals requires. You've got to have people on your team that understand how to deal with difficult people that are angry. Guests don't need a hothead that loves yellow cards. They need someone like Lakindra who's willing to listen and empathize and get them back on their vacation as soon as possible. That's the end result that everyone's looking for in this process. How do the guests get back to their vacation? They've traveled, they've paid a large amount of money. Their focus is how can I get back to vacation? And that's what Lakindra is focused on as well. As we talked about last week, her focus isn't about how can I fix the issue or how can I compensate you? Her focus is listening and then relaying that information to Bill and the people in the field so that they can go out and fix the situation. But at the end, what that requires is giving the guests the comfort that they've been heard and that someone on our team, to your point, Conrad, is also on their team and on their side trying to solve it. And Lakindra is fantastic at that. I'm terrible at that. It's She's a skill here. that not everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's not a skill that everybody has for sure. Look, Andrew, you got a huge fan of Adam, which is which is important, obviously, to go through that. But uh, how does someone not knock you off your frame? I feel like I actually have a decent amount of that. But at some point, someone would push me over the edge where I'd be like, okay, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Like I'm all for reasonable complaints. But I imagine that given that you're in 10 of the 12 foxholes for a reason, you've dealt with people that are beyond reasonable. Like my explanation in the past is that sometimes I'll listen to reasonable excuses or complaints or problems, but sometimes there becomes an unreasonable number of reasonable ex complaints. And then that's when I lose it. That's when I'm like, all right, like nine times in a row, have you complained about the same thing? You've lost me, but I imagine you kind of keep your cool from everything I'm hearing so far. So how do you maintain that? How do you keep you calm in a heated situation when maybe they're not on your team at that point? It seems like that may occur in these more extreme situations. Now they're just like, they are out to get you or they're out to get tan or whatever the case may be. How do you still maintain it? That's hard. Firstly, I'm blushing because it's great to hear that Scott and Adam support my approach to customer service. It's great. Thank you so much. I'm driven by the goal of things of turning things around, accepting the challenge and flipping the bad situation to a good situation on our everyday. I'm excited to be the one that can make a true difference and turning a bad experience into an opportunity to build long lasting relationships with our client, with our guests. So I try my best to, to turn those around to make the most of that experience. Most issues aren't resolved right away. What the guests really want is to enjoy their vacation. My focus is getting them back on their vacation or getting them to their vacation. It's also not just about heading off the guests and maintaining their experience. It's also all about owning our mess that we create. Because sometimes we do create a mess. And if that's the case, then I have to go in and clean that up. And I carry it. I don't sugarcoat it. I do want them to know that we make mistakes here too. And I we just want to help them. The approach that puts me and the guests on the same team. I'm not trying to defend Tan or anything like that. I'm just trying to get the guests back on their vacation and make sure that they get some help while they're there and avoid any future issues if they're not currently on vacation. Yeah, it's funny. And Conrad, <laughs> to your point, and I've seen a kinder do this a hundred times, probably way more. But to your point, when it starts getting stacked on top of stack, because we all know that'll happen, right? You start with one thing wrong and maybe it's a medium-sized thing. And as that clock runs, then it's that medium-sized thing and maybe one other. And then 
come the pictures of the dust in the corner, right? And it just starts expanding for, and it's like this 15 minute rule, right? Every 15 minutes they find the next thing. And one of the things that Lakindra does, and she talks about this is owning, and she'll walk in and be like, yeah, we screwed this one in every way possible. I'm gonna take extra good care of this one. But she also will have that direct conversation on the phone with the guest. And what it does in most cases that I've seen is the all of the other things quickly fade away because she cuts right to it and says, yeah, we did this wrong, we did this wrong, and we did this wrong. Those other things, can't really help you with those. Those seem like the minor issues, but these are the ones that, that we can handle. We When we get the morning reports, she'll look at it and she'll see someone sitting waiting on an issue. She'll check the notes and see that we were delayed in following up. She's calling those people and she leads with, we failed. You have an issue. We haven't worked it. We failed. I'm here. Let's get you back on track. And again, it takes now the big stack of all of the other, some reasonable, some maybe unreasonable. Those are all gone. And she puts it back on track to let's address the issue and know that I'm on your team. And I've already just told you I messed up. I own it. I messed up. Now let's go at this together. Yeah, I think that's like the critical thing. Like we were saying, you mentioned team, you put team in the outline here before we said that on the last episode, but I think that's perfect team element to it. But Adam, I think you had another note here of how this all ties together with operations and marketing, which is a theme that we've picked out for more than a few episodes. It's funny, we continue to bring back the same type of themes over and over again. So I was thinking as we were preparing for this, what's some of the themes that are going to come up? And I think that one comes up consistently over and over again in almost every episode is marketing. And almost every component of the vacation rental experience seems to tie back to marketing. But as we close out this one, I wanted to flip it back to you, Conrad, and get your thoughts on this. As you think about Lakindra's approach to customer service or just customer service in general, how do you think about that tying back to marketing for vacation rental managers? I think the way that I look at it, the approach that you've described, Lakendra, is it really humanizes the problem and when they do occur. I think a lot of what a lot of people are used to is I think we said this earlier, right? That the chatbot and the AI, and you were saying this earlier, Scott, now this is be more dominant ever than it was before with these new tools that we have, where you're not gonna be able to talk to a human at American Airlines or whatever the case may be. When there's a problem, you're gonna get sent to some kind of automated solution that may solve your issue, may not. When it solves your issue, you're probably happy with that outcome. You're at least okay with it. When it doesn't solve your issue, that's when you get sent to 10 or 11 as far as that goes. And the companies that don't have that approach are always the ones I think that people have a higher, I would just call this like affinity. Like how much do they like a brand? How much like connection do they have with it? And we've said this before, but when a problem occurs and you go and solve that problem, it's always a marketing win in my opinion, because then they go, yeah, something bad happened, but you know what? They took accountability and responsibility for it. They fixed the issue. And so then that gives them confidence that if an issue were to occur again in the future, you would fix it, you would solve it. And that's the experience that kind of sets apart in my mind like the two to three star experience from like the three or four star experience is just that kind of simplistic thing of just owning someone you know you have a good outcome with a human being a person that's actually helping you and working towards solution to a problem and that i think it will always be a positive reflection on reviews a positive reflection on again what you might call brand affinity or how much people might like working with a company and ultimately that's what makes happier guests it's a we talked about this on a previous episode where it's like a happy guest will go and tell other people or a happy homeowner will go and tell other people about that and that's the only form of marketing and advertising that any of us can do that's um 
that sort of builds upon each other. And it's, I forget the word I'm looking for here, but it's exponential growth, basically. One person tells one person, oh yeah, I, I had a good experience over here. They, there actually was an issue, but they fixed it. I would trust them and stay with them again. And then that that one person may tell two more, and then that's four more and eight more, and you see the logic there. A lot of the marketing advertising tactics that we do, and personally, Adam, they have a ceiling as far as how far they can go. There's only so many people that I can send an email to. There's only so many people I can reach with advertising because our budget is limited. We only have so many dollars that we can spend. But having a good brand and having a good word of mouth, that's free essentially, and it's exponential. So it really is unique in that way. And I think this type of customer service pieces that we're talking about today tie in with having good word of mouth for sure. So that's how I would tie it all together. Yeah, I'd love that answer because when I was asking the question in my mind, I was thinking, all right, he's going to talk about reviews and that makes sense. And future clients will see those reviews. But I think it's a bigger picture than that. It's to your point, it's humanizing that experience and humanizing that brand. And ultimately what that has potential to do is build your brand and help everybody recognize the value that you're bringing with that brand. So it is much more than just one review. It's the overall building of the brand and the model that you're building along with that. So I appreciate that. And as we always do, we are humans behind this podcast. So we would like those reviews so we can continue to humanize this for the rest of you guys. Look at that. That was good. I didn't get to do it this week. Yeah. That was very smooth. My goodness. Wow. All right. I don't know how else to do it from there. Lakendra, do you want to add anything else on or does that do a good summary of where we're at today? Yeah. That's a good summary. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Lakendra, thank you for joining us. Thank appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. The review call was awesome. I can't do any better. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much, everybody.